1: Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, your friend, Robin Shaw. And today's episode is crushes. Now, I put online, call in with your celebrity crush, call in with your real crush. I don't even care if you're crushing or if you've ever crushed, the lines are open. Now, I'm going to tell you about my celebrity crush. But first, I have some really, really big, exciting, huge news. but I was asked to be part of the New York Comedy Festival this fall, November 5th, and I'm going to be performing at Town Hall. Now, if you're not in New York, you may be like, okay, <laughs> so let me tell you how huge and exciting this is. It is a huge theater. It's actually 1,500 seat theater at Biggest I've ever done as far as like my own show. I've I've performed at Grandall Opry, which was 4,000, but that was like an eight minute set. You know, like this is my first time doing my show. So tickets are now on sale. You could go to my website, robinshaw.com. It's actually on pre-sale right now, so you have to use the code um, NYCF so that you could buy tickets. Otherwise, it's open to the general public on the 17th. But if you want to get tickets now, just go to my website. And again, the promo code is NYCF. Otherwise, you'll have to wait till the 17th. And I'm just so excited. And this is the biggest. Thing that's, that's, you know, going on just as far as like stand up that's happened to me. And I'm really excited. And I want to share the night with you. So I hope you guys all come. And when I found out, you know, when, they, when I got the email and, you know, they, they were asking and blah, blah, blah. Like a rush of emotions. Remember, I started stand up in two thousand and eleven. Like I've been doing this a long time, and a lot of the gigs have been hell. Like there's been some real freaking doozies. (laughs) Like a lot of you have discovered me since going viral, and I've been doing all these great shows. But like, no, 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 no. Majority of my career was like in real shitholes. So I thought we'd start off before we got into all the celebrity crushes or regular crushes. I thought I would share with you guys my biggest. I mean, because there's so many hell gigs. Security. Yeah. Now you've been on you have been with me from the start of my comedy career. Not not. Okay, technically. not the first show, the second show. The second show. <laughs> okay. But so we've you've come with me on the road to a lot of these shitholes. Yes. Okay. I I do you know which story I put at number one?
2: I wonder if it's the same as me. Which one? Million dollar, yeah. Okay. okay, that's exactly. Yep. What I'm
1: going to go. Although there's a second one that I'm going to share that involves you.
2: I think I know which one. The horses. <laughs> the horses. Okay.
1: All right. So let me tell you my worst gig ever. I got asked to perform. I was hired as like privately from this woman. Wanted she saw me perform somewhere and she hired me because her m- mom they were throwing a surprise party for her mom at her, her parent, dad and stepmom's home, okay? The dad was an oil owner, okay? And on Long Island, he owned about a $15 million mansion. And the surprise party was taking place in their home. And this stepdaughter got me as a gift to her mom. Okay, so the surprise party happens. Um, She sneaks me through the back door. I go into the dining hall where there's about 60 people eating in their dining room, and I throw my bag down on a table. All of a sudden, everyone goes, no! I I didn't know what I did wrong. Then they they explained. The table I threw my stuff down on was not a table. It was a million-dollar piece of artwork, I didn't know this. It looked like, it almost looked like a a urinal. Like there was a table, but like had like a tilt in it, like it dipped a little. So I just threw my stuff on it. I didn't know it was artwork. So then the person whose birthday is it looks at me. She goes, who are you? And then the stepdaughter goes, she's a comedian. It's your birthday gift. And so then the woman just looks at me with disgust. All 60 people are looking at me with disgust. So then the stepdaughter goes, you want to perform right now? And I was like, right now, we're examining artwork. I can't. She's like, she's like, no, no, why don't you do that while they fix the artwork and they like get it? And I'm like, okay. So I had like a little boom box with a mic. I said, where do we plug it in? So she plugs it in. Security has his hands over his face because we don't talk about this often because it's so filled with travel. <laughs> so then the 60 people look at me and I go, hi, everyone. I'm Robin. I'm a comedian. And so then I go into my set and I'm about two minutes in and I get them. Like the 60 people are laughing. So then the woman whose birthday it is jumps right in front of me and she goes, okay, okay, everyone. Enough of this chit chat. Chit chat. Enough of this chit chat. Let's go into the living room. This is right in front of me. All at once, the 60 people stand up and everyone just walks right by me as I just stand there in shock. So then the 60 people walk by me. Security comes over to me. At the same time, the stepdaughter, the one who hired me and her husband, comes over. Now she's crying and she goes oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. And I said, no, it's okay. Just can I get paid so I could go? She goes, no, you must have felt so embarrassed up there. I said, no, it's fine. Can I go? She's like, this is just so terrible. You're humiliated. I was like, give me my money so I can go. And the husband's like, this is what happens when people put money in front of humans' feelings. And I was like, give me my money. I want to go. We get in the car and like usually I'll give security some of the money, like you know, a percentage or whatever. He's like, Robin, this is blood money. I don't want I it. wouldn't
2: even touch it. I didn't <laughs> want to touch it. It was so dirty. I think well, I, I said to even to you, I'm like, just spend it when you yeah. we get home, <laughs> just, just get, get rid, rid of, rid of, of it. it. I, you don't want that it was, energy. I
1: did so much cocaine then. I don't <laughs> <get it. laughs> so that was my biggest hell gig. I, um,
2: but we're not going to talk about the other one. Okay, no, no we're going to talk not about the other one because
1: about- this isn't
2: <laughs> the worst gig
1: ever. It just shows what a horrible human <laughs> security is. <laughs> So again, I get hired to perform at this private event. It was in a country club, and they were sa- the the fundraiser was to save horses. Like, Correct, you know horses that have been racing. Like they, they, they can't yeah.
2: race anymore, so they don't like yeah. do anything. Like, no. So yeah, so it's yeah. raising
1: money for the horses, right? Which brought in a special type of clientele. This was a very rich and fancy group of people. So I go up there, and now. I could I could count on a number like fingers of how many times I bomb. Usually, I could look at an audience and get them. This I'm bombing right now security is they offered him a seat at one of the tables up front so you would think security would at least laugh like pity laugh to like just help me out (laughs) i see him put his hands like over his eyes acting like he doesn't know who i am and i even see him look to the person next to him and roll his eyes as if to like (laughs) he didn't know me and was making fun of that i was a shitty comic who the
2: heck brought this comic in
1: (laughs) Wait, didn't you win the raffle that night? Yes, I won the
2: raffle that (laughs) night.
1: What an asshole. Um, All right, so... We're going to open the lines because today's topic is celebrity crushes, but I thought it'd be fun. Okay. This episode is going to be chaotic. I already know it because this is going to be like seven topics in one. I messaged some of my comic friends and because I, I wanted to know like what their hell story is. So for, before we open up the lines to everyone, a few of my comic friends are going to call in and tell me their worst hell stand-up story. And we're going to also find out their celebrity crushes.
2: Who's your celebrity crush?
1: Well, I'm gonna say after we open up the line. Gotcha. I have so many celebrity crushes, (laughs) but I'm (laughs) gonna tell the one that caused me embarrassment. All right, so the first comic is calling in. You may remember her from last week's episode. It's my friend Regina DeChico, who is the host at The View. She's worked at SNL. She's worked everywhere. And she opens for me a lot on the road, but she's she's been a comic for longer than I have. And I actually don't know her worst hell stand-up story. I also don't know
2: her celebrity crush. So, security, can you get her on the line? Okay, we have Regina on the phone.
1: Hello? Hi, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Regina, wh- I actually don't know the answer. What is your like biggest hell stand-up moment gig?
3: Okay, so a while back, okay, it this a long time ago. A group of us got hired to do stand-up at like an art show, and we're like, oh my gosh, like how exciting! Like an art exhibition in New York City, like this is so fancy. So we show up, and they tell us like they have all the comics meet them in the lobby. And um, we're like oh so you're performing like Before the show like after and they were like Oh actually like this is the situation People are going to come in and they have to get in this Freight elevator and then go up to the third Floor but the elevator has a mind Of its own so sometimes the, ele- <laughs> so sometimes the Elevator goes to the Basement and opens up to a brick Wall oh so, <laughs> so they literally said they, they were So afraid Wait, they, You people- couldn't push a button yeah, It didn't matter the elevator would do what it wanted <laughs> so they they didn't want people to freak out so what they thought would be a good fix was if they had comedians rotating in the elevator so that people wouldn't freak out if the elevator were to the basement brick wall oh my god so what they did was robin in the elevator they put like a tiny little triangle like stage <laughs> in the corner and like <laughs> a little curtain Oh and we God. had to, like, tag in and out. But, like, if you think about it, like, it's New York City and it's an elevator. So, like, nobody wants to talk to anybody. Nobody wants to make right. eye contact. And now there's, like, <laughs> this psycho on a tiny stage, like, hey!
1: Oh, my God. Where Wait. are you from? So but was there actually a show anywhere else? Or was the whole show in the elevator?
3: No, the whole show was in the They hired us oh to do stand-up in the elevator. And there were a couple of us, so we would, like, do, like, 10 minutes and then we could like <laughs> swap in and out and then somebody else would go, but it, but it's like literally a hot, it's like the worst kind of hostage situation.
1: Wait, also then imagine- how long are the people in the elevator for? Are they only there for a half only- a joke? <laughs>
3: Yeah, but then the elevator would go to the base. Like, imagine people get in. It's like, oh, but are they trying to do comedy? This is ridiculous. Then it goes to a basement brick wall. I think they're like, oh, my God, are we going to get killed? Like, it's just like it's a lose
1: lose for like everyone. (laughs) How have we been friends for 10 years? And this is the first time I've heard this story cuz i honestly i feel like i may have like forgotten about it
3: and then when i was like i think you like block it out cuz i think you try to act like your career no, is going well. i know i know i've blocked one so much when it comes reality. to comedy
1: out do you remember during the pandemic they were doing stand up on the subway
3: Oh, yes. Yes. You and I drew the line
1: there. We didn't do that. We did 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 parking lots and back alleys. We did
3: parking lots and back alleys and the park. But we're we're like the subway. That's crazy.
1: Guys, during the (laughs) pandemic, because we couldn't do comedy like indoors. So there was all these different things. And Regina first did a comedy show in a parking lot. Where I did it too, like a couple of weeks later, where you're on a stage, but everyone's in their cars and they hear you through the radio. Now you're like, oh, that's great for the pandemic, but terrible for the comics because you tell a joke and it's silence, except people will flash their lights. They weren't even allowed to honk because of like noise complaints so you'd was, be like and, I, bump, and then you just see a bunch <laughs> of flashing lights in silence you hated it i loved it no but but i remember when
3: i went the first time it was like because i get there and you're you're little. okay also you're doing stand-up on the back of a truck robin forgot to mention <laughs> that there's no stage so you're standing in the back see, of the I truck i blocked out things you, too
1: i have a really yeah. good way of just remembering the good things of am sorry i
3: remember i was like oh my gosh i like I'm outside, I'm like standing up, like I'm saying a joke out loud. It felt so good. And then when it was silent, I felt like I drove to a zoo. Like it was (laughs) equally just like messing with me mentally. And then I was like, oh, like I was so excited and then my dreams are crushed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's comedy, so excited and dreams are crushed. Um, (laughs) So question, today's episode is crushes and celebrity (laughs) crushes. Do you have a celebrity crush or either now or from when you were younger? Keanu Reeves. Oh, wait. It's always been
3: Keanu Reeves. Yes. I feel like, honestly, I loved it. Like from Bill and Ted, I love a goofy guy. Like I was like, oh my God, he's so goofy and silly and like kind of cute. But when I saw Speed, in the oh movie my god. Theater, I can tell you, me, me and my cousin, we were my aunt and uncle took us to Disney World, and we were like older, but not old enough to be traveling by ourselves. And we're like, no one knows us here. We got every snack, Robin. Every snack. <laughs> we're like, oh my god, we need super. We, we walk need out popcorn, coffee, but we remember everything we v in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we literally
3: got every single movie snack. We both made ice cream Sundays with like a million toppings, and we like sit down, like we can't wait to watch this movie. He literally comes on screen. Robin if I tell you when the movie ended like we didn't even move we were so mesmerized I know. by how hot he was I know the ice cream just had like melted all over the floor like all the snacks just like sat there like ice cream was gone and we're just like oh my god and I remember I got back to school I remember how like boys would get jealous of like hot boys and they're like speed was so stupid like Keanu Reeves is a bad actor and I remember thinking like he talked in that movie like I don't even remember <laughs> I have to tell you I
1: am ne- I've I've. when people ask me my celebrity crushes I'm, I'm never really sure I I'm stealing your answer. I forgot. Do like, it. I love this man. Do you, yes. you, ever, you ever see Sweet yes. November, which is like a terrible oh, movie, Lord. but he makes no, it. All he, of them. He's so uh, all the movies are terrible. No, <laughs> all, just, all I love, love him. Chocolate. I love Keanu he's a Reeves. Chocolate
3: salesman, Robin. He's a chocolate salesman, and then winds up like in the vineyard. All <laughs> the plots are insane. <laughs> they don't even make. sense. Oh my God. I want to do an entire episode
1: about Keanu Reeves where people just call in and and we talk about his movies because his movies are insane. His movies are the weirdest, terrible (laughs) movies, and I'm obsessed with every single one. Oh, I
3: know. I'm like, Robin, when you say every people call in, you mean Regina
1: calls (laughs) in? Okay, (laughs) I will do an episode. Okay, one (laughs) day, guys, don't worry. One day, we're going to do an episode. When security can't come, come one week. I'm going to have you come in and we're going to do an entire episode on Keanu Reeves. All Keanu Reeves. <laughs> epith- yes, and people can call in if they want to talk oh to gosh. us about yes. Keanu. Reeves. Right, their they're best worst scenes. What do you love? Oh my so god, much? freaking hilarious! All right, Regina, thanks for calling in. You're the best. You're, love- You're the best. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Oh my god, I forgot my love for Keanu Reeves. Do you love Keanu Reeves? Yeah,
2: he, he's also such a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he's
1: Canadian.
2: I I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Oh my gosh. But
2: like, he gives up his seats in subway. I've like heard about that. He's like, a I, really I, I've good heard guy. that he's like a
1: good guy. I can't wait till the first time you can't make it Oh,
2: for the Keanu Reeves episode. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you've only not made it one. Well, you didn't come for the ex-boyfriend episode, correct? And then you almost didn't make it for Jury Duty because I, I was, yeah. was injured. But duty. you did make yeah. it. Okay. Let's get another comic on the phone. Uh, this is Megan Hanley. She opens for me a lot on the road. Uh, she has. She just actually released um, her comedy special on YouTube called This Happy. It's so good. Security, get Megan on the
2: line. Okay, we have Megan on the phone.
1: Megan, thank you for calling in to call waiting. <laughs> thank you so much for... Me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, right before I uh, I got you on the line, I was saying how you are on the roll with me a lot, and so oh wait, I didn't even say this, guys. Not only has Megan been opening for me, but one of the tours I did performing for the troops, which was three weeks long, Megan was on tour with me, and that's actually when I think we became super close, right? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, we were like family by the
1: end of that tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that gosh. We even yeah, one time, was- when you're touring, you usually get your own room, either whether you're staying on base or they put you up somewhere. But this one hotel was shorter room. So Megan and I shared the room and it ended up being in the lobby and for handicapped people. And so the toilet. <laughs> I just told the world my worst um, stand up gig horror story. What's yours? Okay. So years ago, I'm supposed to be performing in
0: Pennsylvania and I'm performing at a winery. And on the way there, I'm going, this is like, This is like 2011-ish, I guess. So I'm opening uh, for a woman. She's doing these winery tours in Pennsylvania. And I get down there, and I was driving to a certain point in Pennsylvania, and then she was going to pick me up and drive me further out to the winery to try to cut up the drive. So (laughs) on the way there, she goes, okay, so just to let you know, she goes, the the show sold out, and they sold so many tickets that instead of doing the show at the winery, we're actually going to do the show – At the funeral home next door.
1: No. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Yes! No. What? And first of all, this is the kind of thing, right? Now I'm in the middle of Pennsylvania, and now my car is somewhere else. This isn't even the kind of thing where I can go. I'm adding here. Like
1: (laughs) I am. God. Like.
0: Like, there's no there's no exit. So I go, okay. And she goes, no, it, it'll be great. She goes, the family owns the winery, and they also own the funeral home. And, you know, we sold so many tickets that they, they said, they're like, we have all this space at the funeral home, so we'll just do the show there. So, you know, it's like comedians, you just something that's, like, kind of crazy, but you also go, this is going to be great. This is so bizarre. Yeah. It'll be great.
1: Yeah, it'll be, and also we're so used to. We're used to the weirdest situations, and we're used to be, so many times. Me- Megan, how many times now? When we're on the road, when we're in a theater versus a comedy club, I'm like, this is so nice because as comics, we're used to the worst situations.
0: Yeah, I pre- I pretty much performed at every venue, and then both of us, you factor in the pandemic, and we were like performing on rooftops and parks, and like had no sound systems. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, we are always, we're always up for anything. So it's one of those things where you go, this is going to be bizarre, but this could also be hilarious, and this could be great. And you really don't know until you're in the situation what's going to happen. Um, so we get there, and they show us the space, then we go over to the, the funeral home. You know, it's one of these things that you're trying. I am literally, whenever you perform anywhere, you try to take in sort of the ambiance of where you're performing. So I am picking up grief pamphlets from the wall. <laughs> oh my- like... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna open with this. I'm gonna read some grief pamphlets.
1: <laughs> like, like, oh my like, god, <laughs> you
0: read some prayers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this this will, this will be great, you know. And it's like, listen, I, Megan, I mean, Megan, Megan, yeah.
1: did you kill? They yeah, are murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: my God. So now I will say that, like, even though technically I know I've never performed a gig at a funeral home. I mean, in a sense, I've performed at many funeral homes as I am a people pleaser. So when I show up to awake, the more uncomfortable I am, it's like I'm a breath of fresh air in those funeral homes. I mean, wait, I just... how did the show go? Oh, so, OK, so we go in. Go in they're going to bring the ladies in. Right. And now I also realize there's yellow school buses parked outside of the funeral home. So I see this happening, and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? They go, oh, no, like, that's something you can do in Pennsylvania, like, if you want to have, like, you know, a night out. Like, you can rent a school bus so you don't have to drive. (laughs) So these women were so drunk. They're arriving on yellow school buses. They start bringing everybody into the funeral home, and people are, like, people are just drinking out of the bottle like <laughs> bottle drinking. So <laughs> we go to start the show. The woman that's like headlining, she goes, I'm going to go and just do like a quick intro thing. And then I'll bring you up. You'll do like 20, 25 minutes and then it'll be made. So these women are so drunk and they're filed in. It's a funeral home and they've opened up all the rooms. So all the viewing rooms. So now it's just one long corridor, <laughs> yeah. which is really not ideal for comedy. You never want to be like in a long narrow space. Right. People are just sound. They're too far away from you. So they're they're in this corridor, and um, (laughs) also the sound system. And she goes, "I was going to bring my own, but they said they have their own sound system." But it's like, yeah, they had their own sound system for eulogies, right? Like, (laughs) oh my god, did you just stand on a podium? No podium, but like it wasn't a loud sound system. Like it's a sound system for people that are room inside right, for
1: eulogies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for eulogies. Not for people coming in when someone's like wasted and yelling and <laughs> laughing and making jokes. Oh my so, god. So she brings me out and I go to start making my, you know, grief pamphlet jokes and people couldn't hear. Which was the problem. So, the people in the very front in the first room, like they were laughing, but the people in the back could not hear and they were so drunk. So, people just started yelling, like, We can't hear <laughs> So, I am now trying to like yell back and forth to people, trying to like figure out the situation. I end up, I'm moving around throughout my set. I end up moving to like the middle room. We abandon the mic completely, and I'm standing on a folding chair in this oh funeral God. home just yelling. Out jokes to people, and they're like they're yelling back and they're like angry, and it's like it, it's just a mess. So finally, I look over, you know, the one running it, and this is before like we even had self uh, like iPhones or anything. So I looked at her because I was like, I had no idea how much time I had done, and I was like, What am I at on time? And she goes, I have no idea, and I'm like, Okay, so I did like all the material I could think of, and then I brought her on. I get off stage, and I had done 45 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> she does it's still chaotic she does about 20 and she wraps it up and then she ended up sending me a check
1: for more money she was like you did it incredible in that situation you're like and now six ghosts live with me yeah,
0: yeah. It, was like, it was like the only time it's like a funeral home you see people walking in drinking Adam bottles of wine going like this better be good <laughs> this better be good
1: this it's is very good. Oh my gosh. Okay, that was a really bad one. But 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 down. a great story. How I see all bad comedy gigs always turn into a great story. It's very true. Wait, it's Megan, true. while I have you, today's episode yeah. is celebrity crushes. Do you have a celebrity crush from now or from when you were younger? So I feel like now, lately, just because I've been seeing him pop up in things. is James
0: Morrison. Um, such a crush. So cute. Um, so cute.
1: Wait, did you see Jerry Duty? So cute.
0: I've seen
1: parts of it. I gotta go back and finish it. Yeah. Um,
0: He is he's Oh my gosh. He's so hot. He's he's so hot. He's so hot. And he's so funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, he's funny, but he's so hot. Totally. But my celebrity crush when I was younger, like in my twenties, was
0: like Matt Damon. I was like obsessed
1: with Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see you liking Matt Damon because of the whole like baseball thing. Like, cause he's yeah, like, he's like baseball, Boston, like, like yeah, 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 yeah. And I could see you be then, like, I think- like Yankees. And he'd be like, I like the Boston Red Sox. Then you'd make out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I met him a couple times. I had such a huge crush on him. And, um, I think as I got older, and he's still very attractive, but I think I've sort of
1: gotten out of it because now I'm like, Wait, like he kind of looks like he could be my cousin. You know what? He does like, look like he could be your cousin. Guys, like put a blonde wig on Matt and that's that's Megan. <laughs> um, okay. All right, Megan, I was telling people before, but I'll remind them. They can catch your special. I was there for the actual taping, guys. It is so good. You can watch her special on YouTube. It's called This Happy. Just type in Megan Hanley. It's Hanley, H-A-N-L-E-Y. Um, it's so good. And I, I, um, I think everyone should watch it. Cause it's, you know what, it's a good escape. You're going to laugh. It's nothing too heavy. You're not going to be like, you know, throwing your table over something controversial. It's you'll understand why we're friends, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 No, it is. I, it's, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great time. I hope you watch it. We feeling better. Yes. And also
1: make sure you give it a thumbs up and a nice comment.
0: <laughs> All right, Megan, thank you so much for
1: calling in.
0: Thank you so much for
1: having me. All right, bye. 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 So I didn't want to steal our thunder, but we... I actually performed at a memorial service.
2: I, I was thinking the same thing when she so was this, talking about this it. So this
1: woman passed away. She was in her early to, or mid-20s. She was murdered. And so they were doing a memorial service. And for some reason, the family thought, you know, that we should get a comic. And their theory was that they wanted laughter. But I didn't know this woman personally, you know. So I go to the memorial service. The priest is the host because <laughs> it's a memorial service. The priest talks. The priest brings up the girl's mother. It was just like 50 years old and the mom's hysterically crying, sits down and the priest goes, you know, um, we'll call it this woman Linda. She's like, Linda, so full of light and, and laughter. So we thought, what better way to celebrate Linda's life than with a comedian? And then he like motions for me to come up. The priest has no clue what my name is. So I come up. Remember, no one knows who I am. <laughs> and then I was like, Hi everyone. I look out. The mom is sobbing. The grandma's sobbing. Her girlfriends are sobbing. And I just go into my actual act because I'm not going to talk about. It. I don't want to make fun of her or her family or the situation. That was a doozy. Not bad though. I got
2: that. <laughs> and as I was laughing, I didn't cover my head like at the horse show.
1: <laughs> no, this one. That's, that's why I don't think of this as a no. Hell it game. was.
2: It was. It was a good show. It, it was a good time. <laughs>
1: Good time had by all. All right, let's call one more comic to get in one more hell story. Okay. All right, so this is Leah Bonema. We've known each other for years in the comedy world. She was on. She did stand up on Stephen Colbert. She is so funny. She headlines all over the
2: country. All right, security, put her through. Okay, we have Leah on the phone.
1: Ben, Leah, how are you? I'm good. It's so good to
3: hear your voice. It's
1: so good to hear your voice. Um, I miss you. Leah Leah used to be a New York comic with me, and then she ditched us for Los Angeles. I still
4: feel New York. You still have the attitude.
1: You still have the hatred and attitude of New York.
4: I'm still wearing. I'm still stressed out. I'm just driving to Pilates class with a smoothie. That's the only
1: difference. <laughs> okay. She has a smoothie in one hand, a phone in another, a cigarette in another. <laughs> uh, okay. Leah, what's your hell stand up story?
4: Oh, when you asked me about this, like my heart's been racing just reliving it because I've been pushing it down for so long. Yeah. Um, it was in a. it was in Connecticut and um It was like I took the highway there, and then I got off the highway, and I went deep into the woods. (laughs) And it was at this, like, venue. I go inside, and Robin, they had a hole in the middle of it with a tree growing. A tree growing in the middle of the room. put the stage directly behind the tree. And I go, how are people supposed to see me? And they go, oh, you can talk around the side. And I was like, what? no yes. what'd you do ha- I, well it gets worse there were no lights <laughs> they go the sun's up so the sun is setting so i was closing so the opener the sun was out and then as i performed the sun went down and i was just standing in total darkness in front of a tree no <laughs> they- the only one other thing I forgot to mention, which was really the top the top of the list, the host, this was like during an election cycle, the oh host, God, oh, well, God, let me turn up my, my, she's talking to me. <laughs> hilarious. She loves me. I need her, to be honest. No, I no, okay. I Don't, don't turn
1: her off. You'll end up in another tree. I will literally <laughs>
4: end up in the Topanga. The host, you've seen her on Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and half the audience stood up and started booing oh because my it was God. like they didn't like so he, he didn't deal with it. He brought me up on stage to booze. So it went from booze <laughs> to darkness to standing in front of a tree. After the show, I ran out the back. I got in my car. I drove to the highway. I pulled off at a Carvel. Oh, my And God. I ordered this huge sundae. And the guy goes, I got to get the booklet out. I've never made this. And I was like, get the book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god lee i love you so much that's hilarious um okay nothing could top the tree i think that's i think that could be one of the worst i have a question though well i have
4: unbelievable
1: that's truly unbelievable i have a question while i have you though today's episode is celebrity crushes do you have a celebrity crush or from now or from when you were younger
4: well, when I was younger, I think I had the same crush as everybody else. I was in love with Chewbacca.
1: <laughs> I mean, I agree. What's your reasoning?
4: <laughs> well, I love that he was like kind of silent, which is I love in a man. But then super loyal and he's like always ready to fix everything. And I love how he wears the bullets like a necklace. Like it's more like he like um you know outfits but they're there in case he needs to make a statement but he's more like I like accessorizing and he's you know?
1: and he's hairier than us so like I feel like I don't need to shave
4: <laughs> yes such yes, a good point you're like we can just go on that to rob-
1: <laughs> if you're not shaving I'm not shaving
4: <laughs> I, to be honest I'm not shaving anyway Robby,
1: yeah, that's- but, um <laughs> Well, that's because you, you've had someone forever. I saw him like in the dating game, so I still have to be uh, securities in the room. We'll change the topic. All right, <laughs> Leah, thank you so much for calling in, guys. Everyone, you have to follow Leah on social media. She is obviously you can see hilarious, but just she's just a delight. Um, you can find her at Leah L E A H B O N N E M A. Her name is Leah Bonema. And also, where can people find your book?
4: Oh, my book is called, thank you so much for asking, The Holiday Breakdown. I wrote it during the pandemic. <laughs> um, it is a romantic comedy, and you can get it on Amazon.
1: Um, it's a, yeah, it's it's a really good book. I actually read it, because remember I had to do a review on it, on Katie Couric's, uh, on her thingy. I mean, and there's a line about wait, you, you used the line, Robin, uh, guys, I'm in the book.
4: <laughs> yeah, you you in the bus? if you're one
1: of my girls oh, I love it I love it all right Leah thank you so much for calling in thank you so much for
4: having me this was such a
1: treat to get to chat I miss you I miss you too all right I'll talk to you later okay she <laughs> said performed in darkness we I
2: did that, You've done that
1: too guys I was auditioning for comedy central's 30 minute half hour and this was at New York comedy club right before I went on stage Power went out. The mic, the lights. We waited 20 minutes. It wouldn't go back up. So we had to ask the audience to take out their cell phones and put on their flashlights. And I did it in darkness, the flashlights. And I just screamed for 30 minutes.
2: But it was a good show. (laughs) It was really good. It was a good show. It was memorable. It was fun. I agree. I agree.
1: So, and now I have the lines open. I told you guys to call in about crushes. You could either tell me about your celebrity crush, or I said if you have any advice you need about your real crush that I would take those calls too. So, security, why don't you put someone through?
2: Hey, Robin, we have Trisha on the phone.
1: Hey, Trisha, thanks for calling. Hello, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Uh, So today's topic is crushes and we kind of left it open. So tell me what you're calling.
5: Um, So I am calling because I am a gay girl who in the past couple of years started getting this weird celebrity crush, like not crush, but like obsession with Harry (laughs) Styles.
1: Okay. So is this one of your first male crushes? So no,
5: okay.
1: uh, for first celebrity crush. Although it's so funny, Harry yeah. Styles made the name Harry sexy. Because like, I agree, Harry Styles is so sexy. But if we removed him from the equation, I never thought Harry was a sexy name. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not a name <laughs> you yell in bed. <laughs> like, oh, Harry, you know, that's like an older man's name. But, but Harry Styles, like, then you'd be like, oh, Harry. No, still can't do it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you have to go, oh, Harry Styles. Yeah, you have to say that. You're, right. That's a, you're right. You're right, right. Oh, Harry Styles. You have to put the emphasis on the styles yeah. and like <laughs> rush through that, yeah. right? I was just going to say, I've never crushed on a celebrity
5: before. So this is like, I just fell into um, a video online and I was like, who is this like um, intense? calm guy like he he was silly and i thought that was kind of fun and then all of a sudden he would dance and it would be like really intense And i was like i really enjoy that dynamic of it and i actually from ontario flew to palm springs to go to two of his concerts and yeah
1: yeah no he's a just, great performer and he, now, he's like sexy and he's nice and he knows how to grab the audience yeah, no, this is a it's good humor. Celebrity. I love it. Yes, he's funny. He does the reading the signs. No, this is a good celebrity crush. I like this one. Yeah, I like this one. I still can't. And I, still also- can't have, I still can't yell his name in bed. But you know what? This will be one of those cases. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, baby. You know, <laughs> very true. <laughs> but all right. Thank you so much for calling in. No problem. Have a good rest of the day. Thanks for this. Bye. Right, bye. Oh, my gosh. All right. Security. I'm so
2: sorry. I was while you were just talking. Yeah, I zoned you zoned out. out. I, think and I, said, no, and I was just to going, and what other Harrys do I know? I'm like this Prince Harry, Dirty Harry. Uh, yeah. You know, I was just coming up with as many Harrys while you were just talking oh, about Prince that.
1: Prince Harry, he's cute. Yes. Yeah, but it's just the name, isn't like Oh, Harry! <laughs> it's like Ethel. There's like certain names that are more like older.
2: Yeah, there is no good-looking Ethels.
1: No, 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 Security, everyone's good-looking.
2: There are nothing but good-looking <laughs> Ethels out there.
1: That's it. I'm going to set you up with an Ethel now just to prove you wrong. Okay. And also, if there's any Ethels or Harry's listening, you're hot. <laughs> okay. All right, security, put another call through.
2: All right, we have Melinda on the line.
1: Hey, Melinda, thanks for calling in. Hi, Robin. I'm so happy you called. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is crushes. So talk to me. Okay, so mine is a celebrity crush. Okay, let's hear. I've been like I've had celebrity crushes since I was a little kid. Um, me too. Me too. A professional fan girl. I've had crushes. Like since I was born, I've had celebrity crushes.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. My first one was Elvis, and and I said I was gonna marry him until my mom told me he was dead, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> um. You're
1: like that won't stop <laughs> but, me. Um, stop crushing
5: my dreams, mom. <laughs> no. And like every celebrity crush I've had, I've been convinced that we'd end up together or something, but never <laughs> happened. But anyway, um, in 2016, I started watching this new show on the Sci-Fi Channel called Winona Earp, mm-hmm. and it's basically like. A sci-fi western show it's very campy it's i have this thing where i'm pretty shallow when it comes to television like i won't watch a tv show unless there's a hot dude on it and uh <laughs> yeah so the, the guy who played him is the actor tim Rozon. most people would probably know him as much shit on Shit creek oh okay yes he, yeah he was also doc holiday on winona earth and he has the most amazing facial hair, and had a great mustache. And I just have a thing for mustaches.
1: Wait, what's his name again? Security's uh, googling him. Yeah, Google him as Doc Holiday Winona Herb Tim Roseanne. Rozon R O Z O N. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I I approve I approve of this crush. Let me say, security. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, wait, I'm not kidding. Wait, I'm not kidding. You I'm assuming you follow me on Instagram. So you know how I dated bread and peanut butter for a little bit? Yeah. He kinda looks like him.
5: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Why aren't you like him? uh, (laughs) He he ended it. It was up to me. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> you know, sometimes they get a choice too. Um, yeah, wow. Well, okay. For those who are wondering what bread and peanut butter looked like, Google, what's his name? Tim, Tim Rozon. 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 Ooh, Rozon. fancy. Yeah. R-O-Z-O-N. He's a Canadian actor. Oh, wait, but I'm seeing him w- without facial hair. Looks nothing like him. But with oh, yeah. facial hair, yeah, not, looks like yeah, no, him. no, no, no. No, put
5: in like Tim Rose on Doc Holiday. Well, the thing is, is like I became a fan of him and his mustache. So I thought it would be hilarious to create a Twitter account called Doc Stache that was going to just be solely dedicated to me being a fan of his mustache and him. And, <laughs> you know, within the wine owner fandom, like it was very uh, like a big thing on Twitter, like the people that watch the show. And I somehow ended up with like over 7,000 followers um, <laughs> because of this account. Basically, it was just me constantly tweeting, like, oh, he's so hot. And like when the episodes would air, we would all live tweet and the cast would join us. And it was really, really fun. And the show's really hilarious. So, um, but anyway, ask, like, but he never knew what I looked like, too, which was funny because I just kept it mysterious for Wait, no was reason. Wait, did he, was he
1: interact singer. with your account? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, oh, that makes me love him even Before more. Before I sign up to like this guy, I need to know the
5: mustache is real. And yeah. And he was like, you better believe it. So <laughs> I would do all these Photoshop's of him, like, in different situations, like his character in different movies, like Doc Holliday is Indiana Jones, um, like movie posters <laughs> and stuff. I love doing Photoshop. And he loved all of it. and. We're only like six months apart in age, so we had a lot of things similar, like things we grew up on and stuff. And he became like just as obsessed with this account as I was with him, which was like a big dream for a professional fangirl type of thing. Totally. So this was twenty sixteen, and then in twenty seventeen, he arranged it so that I could have a pass to San Diego Comic Con because the Winona Earp cast does a panel at it, and so. Uh, I flew out there for that, and then IDW, which was the people that produced the show, they were putting on, like, a fan appreciation party at this club, but, you know, it was, like, tickets, it was, like, invite tickets or something, I don't remember the deal with it, but they comped me a ticket to that, and, like, you know, I live in Iowa, so I go to this thing, and I, like, pull up, and it's, like, total, like, felt like red carpet, you know, with the ropes, and people are Uh waving, and I see the producer at the, the front door, and she's I just go and introduce her because she follows me on Twitter and she was like, oh, you've got to come right in. So she like opens the rope and I felt so like famous and (laughs) special. Right. There's something about
1: that red carpet.
5: Yeah. And so my plan was to go in there, kind of like, you know, be in the shadows a little bit, see him, get used to the fact that I'm looking at this beautiful man and then go up But she was like, I'm taking you to Tim. And I was like, No, 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 I kind of want to, you know, wait out a little bit. And she's like, No, 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 he can't. She grabs me by the hand and she pulls me through there. And I see him and she goes over and talks to him and he comes over. And I was nervous because, you know, obviously I'm self conscious. Like, God, what if he looks at me and he's like, Ew, I don't want to talk to you or something like that. Instead, he drops to his knees in front of me and he's like, Do you know how long I have waited to meet you? And then, like, scoops me up into this big hug and he has this beautiful thick hair and reminded me of jordan catalano's hair from that show my so-called life yeah and i was like i know this is gonna sound creepy can i please touch your hair he's like you can touch my hair as much as you want (laughs) and we just like we hit it off it was just this amazing experience with him and then like i got to be a handler at a future winona herb convention and it was like a cool friendship, and I'm actually uh, getting ready to go I to another wine convention in New York this weekend.
1: I love this, it makes me like him that much more how cool he is and how nice oh, he is. Oh, that's the thing I have to say about him Tim Rose is one of the nicest, most down to earth
5: actors. Literally, he would give you the shirt off his back. He's so um, generous, and he I does it, imagine. he treats you like an equal,
1: hot and nice hot and nice that's that's the combination now we got to see if he's single <laughs> and if he likes short chubby girls with funny personalities.
5: yeah it's, unfortunately he's married he has a <laughs> oh kid, damn but, it see no you one's know.
1: perfect but he still
5: um, gave me the ultimate fan fantasy so. i love
1: it i love it and i'm so glad he was nice to you all right thank you for calling in that was an excellent story thank you
5: robin you too oh and i'm the one who requested the security t-shirts so I'm still waiting for a security
1: T-shirt with his face on it. <laughs> Start the Twitter account. <laughs> we'll put it on the list. <laughs> All right, thanks okay, for calling thank in. You. It was so nice talking to you. All right, bye.
2: Just my face. We're not face? putting your face just on. Just the- my face. But on the back would be the back of my bald head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an ass.
1: All right, security, give me another one.
2: All right, Robin. We have Rochelle on the line. Hi, Rochelle.
1: Hi, Robin. Hi, security. I'm so nervous, but so excited to get to talk to you. No, don't be nervous. It's it's just it's just us and thousands listening though. I'm sure. It's just us. Uh, thank you for calling in. So do you have a celebrity crush? Yes. So,
6: and I'd like to give a little background because it's kind of interesting, but please, my celebrity please crush I just,
1: paint me paint me a picture, Rochelle. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so
6: this has been my celebrity crush since I was 8 years old, Rob Lowe, um, and my oh, sister who's hot, 10 years hot, older.
4: Hot.
6: Yes. <laughs> my sister who's 10 years older, um, I'm in my 40s, she's in her 50s. So whenever she was younger, she had all the teeny teen magazines and Tiger Beats and she loved Rob Lowe. Well, when she went off to college, mm-hmm. I took all of her mint condition magazines, cut his picture out of every single one and just like mm-hmm. wallpapered my walls with his picture. She oh did gosh. not... Of course she was, she did. Yeah. And being the awful little sister. I was, she was not happy. Fast forward to (laughs) 2000. I think it was like 18 and Rob Lowe went on his one man tour. Uh, My husband surprised me for Christmas and got me two tickets backstage passes to meet him. And my sister and I got to meet our celebrity crush and it was like the best sister moment ever. (laughs) He was so nice. He's so tall. And if you think he's hot just on TV and in the movies, he's like a hundred times that in person. So,
1: really, I oh my gosh, you know yeah. when I started falling for him when he was on what's what's that show called? Oh, Brothers and Sisters. I think oh, it was. Oh yeah, it was yes, on with, yes. with with Sally Fields and Ali McBeal. Remember, he was yes. on that show. That yeah. was when my crush on him really started. <laughs> I was like, Wow, you are good looking. And he was nice. He was, he was, oh my a nice God. Guy. he was so down to earth and like, didn't rush us, took time to talk
6: to us. And I think my sister actually even told him the story that I did, just told you about the magazines. <laughs> and I mean, he laughed and he was just such a good, like warm hearted person and just took time to like, talk to everyone that he met that night. And it was just, it was honestly one of the best days of my life.
1: Oh, that makes me so, I mean, we've had a few calls and, and when, when a celebrity who's like good looking and famous is also nice, it makes them that much hotter.
6: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So.
1: Uh, I, I love it. I love it. I, well, tell your sister that we're on your behalf. I'm sorry that you ruined her magazines, but I think now all is even. (laughs) Yeah. Once
6: I um, gave her the other ticket, she forgave me. So.
1: (laughs) Okay. Good. (laughs) good, um, were good. All right, thank you so this wasn't that this wasn't that scary calling in right no it
6: wasn't it wasn't
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm very happy you called in well, and uh, it was great talking to you thanks for calling all right bye um he is what and he's funny he was on parks and recreation yeah. he was so funny. yeah so he's funny cute and nice what an asshole <laughs> um, <laughs> and rich and successful <laughs> literally hate him <laughs> all right so guys thank you so much for calling in if you want to call in the phone number is 720-727-6296 and every week i give the topic on my instagram and tiktok so make sure you're following me there at RobinshawComic. comic and now for my least favorite part of the show security let's hear some news stories Oh, okay. I,
2: I, I didn't. I, wait, no. I, I, oh my God, the
1: panic you just had on your I, face. Dude, I didn't no, know. I, oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Guys, I just. His face just. I wish we had that record. You got so nervous. Like, you fucked up. No, no, no. There's no news today. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Um, but, guys, I am so excited to be part of the New York Comedy Festival Town Hall. This is such a dream come true. I want you guys there. I want the, oh, look out in the audience and know it's all of you guys that have, that have been with me this whole time. So you can get your tickets at Robin Shaw Comic, com. lcom um, Tickets are on sale now for pre-sale. So just um, type in the promo code NY. Comedy Festival CF NYCF and um, otherwise on the 17th tickets open to the general public so I hope to see you guys there and call in next week and I can't wait to talk hold on we got another call Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Picot editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales-Picot Guest booking by Allie Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296.
2: Betches.